Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hey. Good Friday morning. It's a football Friday. Woo. It's Keyshawn, Woo. J. Will, Woo. and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. We want that start? shot, Zubin. Beautiful. Over the Brooklyn Bridge on a Friday morning here in New York City. You can watch us this morning on television. Appreciate all those listening on the radio this morning as well. We're getting ready for a huge football weekend. And on the Goodyear hotline this morning, we'll bring in every guest and talk NFL. We want to bring you in as well at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key J and Z on Twitter. Simple, which quarterback has the most pressure on them? Which quarterback has the most pressure on them now that we are on the eve of the NFL postseason? Once again, hit us up, get on the phone line, get on Twitter, and we'll get to your thoughts here in just a moment. But before we get your thoughts, let's ask the fellas that very same question. Key, the QB, with the most pressure as the pressure it's pack easy, playoffs. Man. No, I don't even need to let Go you ahead. finish. Go ahead. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He left after 20 years in New England mm-hmm. to go and take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They had all the weapons. He talked to his best friend, his buddy, uh, Gronkowski, to come out of retirement. It's, it's set up. It's Tom Brady. It's not even close. I hear the pressure on Tom Brady. How many Super Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? Six. Do you know how many active quarterbacks in the league have more than one Super Bowl rank key? How many active quarterbacks? No, I don't. Big Ben, obviously, for Two. sure. Two. Right? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't even want to waste Two. time. Big Ben and Tom Brady. Okay. Right? Like, I, I kind of look at this, and I hear what you're saying on Tom Brady, but I look at Drew Brees, man. It, this is probably Drew Brees' last year. I mean, he, he, he fractured a rib. And I, I know, but like his team is so formidable. He has so many weapons. The defense is so good. If, if there's one chance for him with a loaded squad to get to that next upper echelon of quarterbacks with two Super Bowl wins, it has to be this year for Drew Brees. It has to be. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's pressure on Drew because of what you said, but Tom Brady is a different animal because he left New England to go to Tampa Bay with all of those weapons and all of the hype, as I talked about earlier, and all of that sort of stuff. Yes, he has six Super Bowl rings in New England. He has zero in Tampa Bay. The only reason he why he just they, got there is his look, first but, year there, Key. Yeah, he's not 20 years old, man. It's his first year. I know, he's 43. He, he's not 20. It's his first year. And, and, and the reason that he went there and the reason they signed him is to get them to the Super Bowl. Drew Brees didn't go anywhere. But key, especially the way the, especially the way the Saints have lost in, in years prior, like you don't you don't see that as some pressure. You don't feel like they got no. No, I said no. I said no. I said there is pressure on Drew Brees because of retirement, because of all these sort of things. But Tom Brady is supposed to take them to the Super Bowl. If I sign Jason Williams out of do, or if I sign Jason Williams after six years in a great career in Chicago Bulls, and I sign him to come be my point guard because he's a multi all-star, super max player, all that, I'm signing you to get me to the NBA title. Kevin Durant, I signed you to get me to the NBA title. I didn't sign you just to make the playoffs. I know, but it's like when LeBron James went to the Lakers. Yeah, was there pressure in him? Of course, but you almost kind of get a pass your first year. No, like, ain't no pass. Ain't no passes key, for stars like that, though, man. You can't key, get him. Mm-hmm. Key with, with everything that's happened with COVID, with not with OTA and everything that's happened with I all this. It, there's no, there's no pass for Tom Brady after one year. 
with a new head no, coach trying to figure out a new head coach. No, we're not, we're not going to set that narrative until they lose. <laughs> You're not going to set that narrative. No, I'm no, just no, no. That narrative is not going to be. If they lose to the Packers, I don't think we're going to be like, man, that was if what they, a bust if they, season If they lose Brady. in the second round, because we assume they're going to beat Washington. Poor Washington. Yeah, I'm sorry. But it, it, we assume they're going to advance. And then when they lose, we'll have that conversation of COVID offseason, give him another shot. We'll have that conversation. But right now at 7.04 in the morning, that conversation is not it. His head coach, Bruce Arians, said, what did he say, Zubin? Super Bowl or bust. There you go, man. Which I don't agree with a lot of things Bruce Arians says. I don't know why he so has to gung-ho like it has to be yesterday that this whole thing needs to happen. It takes time to form. I mean, Rome wasn't built in one day. Indeed, but the old cliche goes, the NFL stands for not for long. Let's get right to the fellas. 888-SAY-ESPN. He didn't go to Europe on me, did he? 729-3776. Back here stateside. Jay, we all something else. Back here stateside. Jay, man, you're something else, man. What? You just, nothing, nothing. What? That's an offline conversation you and I need to have. That's not Europe. This is, it's Rome wasn't built. That's a, that's a major saying that everybody says, I understand that. But you went there. I just... You're something else. So the answers are easy from Key going with Tom Brady. Drew Brees is a great answer, of course, as well, considering he's nearing the end of his career and everything the Saints have with them at the wide receiver and running back position. We'll see. And we'll, of course, also see Tom Brady Saturday night. Let's hear from you guys. Again, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key J and Z on the Twitter feed. Which quarterback has the most pressure on them right now? Let's go to Anthony in Florida. Anthony, I hope I can call you Tony. Tony in Florida, you're on ESPN Radio. Who's got the most pressure on him under center? Good morning, guys. Uh, first, I want to say thank you for having me on the show, and uh, it's good to actually see you guys every morning, add you guys to my daily routine, and just see the diversity on the show yeah, after everything that up, happened a couple, of th- a couple of days ago. It's great to, uh, to have you guys and see you guys every day. But my answer is um, uh, Big Ben because I'm a Steeler fan, and I think we need to get younger. You know, I really do. Um, you know, Big Ben in the beginning of the season looked like he didn't miss a step, and then he forgot to know how to ride a bike. And, you know, at this end of these last few weeks, and we couldn't throw the ball to save, you know, to save, you know, anybody's life. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to show a virus to Cleveland. We need to get younger at the quarterback position because – He's not Tom Brady, you know. He's not Drew Brees. He's coming off an injury. So if we do not beat Cleveland at home, we need to get younger. I hear you, T. Mm. Your nickname now, man, when you call in the show is T-Tone. T-Tone, I like that, Keith. You know, that's what you're going to call him, T-Tone. Let's get to one more caller here. Rich in Florida is on ESPN Radio. Rich, which quarterback has the most pressure on him? I think Allen in Buffalo does. He had a great regular season, but if he doesn't win against the uh, Colts this week, all that he did in the regular season is for naught. Yeah, some pieces. You know, it's hard. It's hard for me to put pressure on a young quarterback that you know is is learning how to play the position. His future is so bright. Um, you know, I just. <sighs> So when's the last time the Buffalo Bills won the AFC? Yeah, team? man. They, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the Browns. Ain't really, ain't really no real pressure on Josh Allen. He play, he's playing with house money right now. I agree. You know, five, six, seven years from now, the pressure might come on. But right now, nah. He he kind of 
it, it, they playing great. They it's no pressure though. It's just not. And the other quarterback in that game is where Corey in Maryland wants to go. Corey, I don't want to steal your thunder, but give me the rationale. Which quarterback has the most pressure on him in the playoffs? First, I want to say thanks to Key for uh, bringing us a Super Bowl in uh, Tampa Bay. Appreciate it. Uh, but the mm. most pressure is on Phillip Rivers because he's done nothing in his professional career in the postseason. Oh, man, that was wow. Like, that, was very, uh, that was very <laughs> Cut right to the white meat. Okay. Uh, you know, again, for, for, for Philip Rivers, the stress level may, him personally, Zubin, yeah. may be there. But as a whole, I don't necessarily see any real pressure, you know, from a national standpoint on Philip Rivers, right? I mean, it's like the Colts, Philip, it'd be nice. You want to see him. Go out a banger, but he ain't winning no Super Bowl in Indy. But Jay, yeah, Nicole, Key, I, go I, I, sorry, Zuba, I was go gonna ahead. say I don't think there's as much pressure on any team, but I mean, you would have to if you had to compare the two, you would have to say there'd be a little bit more pressure on the Bills more so than the Colts. And I would just say to follow up on Corey's point, if his point is correct, and I do agree that he hasn't done much. Obviously, he was injured, suffered a major injury in the one year they probably could have really gone deep. That happens, played through an ACL. I will say if Corey is essentially saying he's never done anything in the postseason, why would anything change after 17 years? Essentially, there would be less pressure on him because he's essentially saying he hasn't done much throughout the course of his career. It's interesting. I would have took his left form in my career. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's, he's bound for Canton. And as I said before, the most statistically accomplished quarterback to never make the Super Bowl. Probably is going to get him a gold jacket one day, but you're right. Legends tough, are made man. in the postseason. It is indeed very, very tough. On the way, we've got a double dip of triple headers, as you know, three Saturday, three Sunday. Hey. So in the prophetic words of one man who made his career by saying two words, can't wait to talk to Bart Scott next on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. And in moments, we will be ready for Bart Scott, the host of Bart Is and Bart Han. Scott ready for us, though? Noon to 2 uh-huh. Eastern, that is the question. Uh, here on ESPN Radio and, of course, on ESPN Plus, a good reminder here that we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. We'll have Bart here in a second on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven, and the first thing we'll ask him, we'll get right into the conversation about which quarterback he thinks has the most pressure this weekend after spending 11 years in the NFL chasing down quarterbacks himself. Again, you can hit us up at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key, J, and Z, What's up? on Twitter. 
who Zubin, has we got to start calling him habitual line stepper Bart Scott. He That's what we need to start talking. Yeah. And it's not as fun unless the rabbit has the gun. I do believe he likes to say that as well. He's got the cliches <laughs> out not of control. unless the rabbit has the gun. In other words, if you go hunting, you got the gun. The deer doesn't have the gun, right? It's an equal fight if the animal has the gun. I'm just, I'm just interpreting what Bart is saying. He's really trying to figure it out. I love it. Yeah, I just... The rabbit and the gun. Okay. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Bart will be here in a second. You think why, why does it have to be a rabbit? The rabbit can't hold a gun. Well, it's like the Elmer, it's the Elmer Fudd type situation. Oh, my goodness. Knows. I can't. All right, Bart is here to save us, thank goodness. Not a moment too soon. Bart Scott joins what us. What up, Bart? All righty, man. Who's got the most pressure this weekend at quarterback, man? You spent 11 years chasing these dudes down. I'll tell you what, at first it was going to be Baker Mayfield because I thought he was playing for a title. But with COVID, I think he gets a pass. Um I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with Jay Weezy on this one. I think yeah. Drew Brees. Drew Brees has, has wanted to be recognized as one of the greats. He's wanted to be on one of the Mount Rushmore's. You look at all the statistics. He has them all. But between him and Aaron Rodgers, they're the great quarterbacks that should be on the Mount Rushmore with all that they've accomplished. But they're not because they only have one title. And it's a shame for every single one of those franchises, whether it's Green Bay or whether it's New Orleans, to say that they wasted the talent of those great transcendent generational talents and they've only had one Super Bowl title. You know, I mean, you look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady ain't got nothing else to prove to nobody. I mean, Bruce Aaron's trying to figure it out. You know, he, you know they're, they're fighting. Remember Peyton Manning went there and they got stumped early on when he went to Denver. Um, you know, you know, it's a process of trying to figure out how to get chemistry with each other. So for me, it's Drew Breezy because this is his last swan song. He already told us that he's going out and riding out to the sunset like Shane. We don't know if he's going to hey, live or if he's going to die. Thank you, Bart. You, me, Thank me, you, Bart. Let me, let me ask you something, Thick Nick. Um, Go ahead, smoke. What? what uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not smoke. I'm milk chocolate. Check this out, though. Um, with Tom Brady, though, like with you, when you left Baltimore – you yeah. got the big money in New York. Didn't you feel that pressure to deliver a championship to the New York fan base like Brady probably is feeling when he left New England to Tampa Bay with all that super hype? No, absolutely. You know, it's absolutely a lot of pressure there, but we know that it takes – you know, we watched LeBron go to L.A., and he didn't win his title his first year. He had to get the team that he wanted together, and they had to work some things out. I don't think it's going to be a lost season if they don't win the title. I think next year it'll be a lost project if he goes there. Just like this year uh, for LeBron. If LeBron went to the title and they didn't win the title in the bubble, it would have been more pressure on him because, you know, he finally got the team that he wanted. Now, I know they gave Tom Brady a lot of things that he's wanted, but they still haven't figured out offensively how they want to attack people. But see, Bart, that's why I get frustrated. Like, we all know a Super Bowl bust. Why does Bruce Arians need to come out and say Super Bowl a bust? Like, why does he always need to say things to project that? We all know that. Like, it just seems like he puts Tom Brady in a situation where it's like if you don't succeed at a very, very high level, it's a failure. And that's but not I mean, the case. I mean, you talk about a man that ate lead chip paint chips as a child twice, man. Sometimes he can't control himself. Huh? You know what I mean? Wait, 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 what? What? Y- y'all don't know that about Bruce Arians? No, I don't, what is yeah, it? He, he ate lead chip paint chips twice when he was a kid, man. He always talks about that. We always tease him about that, okay. saying that he, you know, he kept eating. Like, you ate it once. Why would you eat uh, paint chips twice? All right, so as a public service, please check your apartment for asbestos. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. but you Habitual know, like, line stepper, Bart Scott. I love it. All right, well, keeping the real goes wrong, man. I'll give him some inside information. You don't get that nowhere else but on KJZZ. You know what I'm saying? But I tell you what, I tell you, what you know, it's a lot of pressure on Drew Brees because this is last ride. They've come up short. And fail and, and fail, falling short, whether it's a Minnesota miracle or, you know, they just haven't been able to get over the hump. 
you know, I think that's a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers as well because he knows his days are numbered in Green Bay. I know it's crazy to say that, but we know that he probably has this year and next year, and he's going to be a candidate just like Tom Brady or like Peyton Manning to try and finish his career somewhere else and still have a couple of good tangible years. And he'll be the guy that we're following saying, hey, where is he going right now? We've heard that, you know, he has ties with this person or that person or he's going back out to San Francisco to finish his career. But for right now, to me, when I, when I think about it, it is Drew Brees, and for me it's Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson's trying to play for that money, right? Lamar Jackson wants that, uh, that, that Patrick Mahomes money. He has the same exact resume as Patrick Mahomes other than the t- championship. This is his third year. He's been an MVP. He's come in on a shortened season, took his team to the playoffs two times, but he's failed to win a game. And not only did he, he is he going back into the Lions' den, he's going into the Lions' den against a team that stumped on his logo a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. a team mm. that came into his house, smacked him around, and this was supposed to be the Baltimore Ravens. Third time's the charm. If it's the third time, remember, they came in San, uh, San Diego at the time, came in, and they, they were supposed to be the I didn't Lamar know San Jackson. Diego had a team. Well, at the time, it was the San Diego team. It was the San Diego Chargers when they played uh, Lamar Jackson his rookie year before they moved. They came in and they dominated him after he had this great offense. They put all those athletes on the field, and he fell short. And then that last year, he fell short after being the favorite. Like, this team is in, the, in so, their window. And so the Bart, only thing holding him back is a young quarterback. So, Bart, let me ask you this, though, because you, you're not a Raven anymore, right? You're still I'm not. You're close to the team. Um, what – what, what I know. What are uh, what is the narrative on Lamar Jackson right now, heading into Wild Card Weekend? That that he can't win the big game. I mean, I was at that game last last year, and, and the stadium was shocked. The personnel was shocked that not only did they lose, they got dominated. Right? Remember, Earl Thomas was talking all that smack, man. He got stiffed arms, turned around, smacked in the back, and kicked in the ass. Woo. You know what I mean? All right, all right, man. This is a family show. Well, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't do that in Baltimore. You can't lose that way. And they went out and they got Calais Campbell for this very reason. They went out and drafted Patrick Queen for this very reason. You know, because you can lose in Baltimore, you know, just like the, that Tampa team you was on. Hey, you can lose. No, no, what I'm saying is you can lose, but you can't get dominated defensively. You know what I mean? When you think about that great defense you had, like that's a slap in the face. That's like, that's like insult to injury when you lose that way, when you get dominated physically. You can beat me with throwing over the top and trick plays and all that stuff. But last year, Derrick Henry came into the house and they stumped on the Ravens' chest. And the Ravens aren't used to seeing anybody bully them around. He has a lot to answer for, a lot to answer to. And, you know, I don't look at these five, five games because they were playing homecoming teams. They're playing a real team now that can fight back. I mean, they, come on, they played Dallas. They played the Giants. I mean, they played Jacksonville. So, you know, I don't know if they believe that's real. But Calais Campbell was back, and that's what they brought him in for, for games just like this. Now, I want to see – now, if, if Derrick Henry, King Henry, I will bow down to him. If he stiff arms Calais Campbell in the hole, then I say there's nothing that this man can't do. We need to test him for performance enhancers. What you, what, <laughs> hey, hey, Bart, what, what, do you expect from, uh, what do you expect from Josh Allen, you know, considering that for the most part this season he's kind of played like an MVP-type candidate? What you expect from him? 
Oh, man, it's going to be a tough one for them. I mean, for mm-hmm. me, that's my upset special because can he handle the pressure, right? He's always been the underdog, but now it's expectations. And if you know how it is, key in playoff games, man, playoff games go fast. And you make one or two mistakes early on, they can put you behind the eight ball, and then you have to pressure and come out of character. Now, he's, he's experienced being able to run around, do whatever he wants, but this team's going to have a plan for him. And Phillip Rivers don't care. Phillip Rivers has been in these big moments before. So it's about what your temperature is like, you know, can you perform when the pressure's on? And I, I think that Josh Allen can. But if they get behind you know, early or if you get a couple mistakes or you get some fumbles, and a lot of times it's other teams as your teammates choking around you, right? And they're trying to come out of character. They're trying to do too much. They're trying to be a star. They're trying to punch above their weight um, class. You know, if Josh Allen gets behind, can he stay between? You know, can he stay within himself and say, you know what, I'm going to march us back and anything, any means necessary, I'm going to do what it takes to get done, or will he press and compound those mistakes? You know, Bart, can the Colts stop Stephon Diggs? That's going to be a major question. But at least, at least Josh Allen has weapons to throw the ball to. Speaking of a guy who doesn't have any weapons to throw the ball to, what do you think Deshaun Watson should do, man? Man, I mean, listen, I think he feels like he's not getting the same respect as other quarterbacks. Uh, within the league, and I think that's what the issue is. Not that he expected them to listen to, you know, who he wanted as general manager, but at least it's to value his opinion. And remember what McNair said before, like the inmates run the asylum thing. So, like, this doesn't seem like it's a, a partnership, a collaboration. You know, you should be able to sit down and talk to your franchise quarterback because he is the CEO of your team. He's a guy that represents your team. And I think Deshaun Watson does it at a, at a high level. I think he carries himself with pride, dignity, hum- humility. And I think he's a great face for that organization. Uh, but they need to go to him and, and, and let him be involved in some of these decisions. Whether you value his opinion or not, you have to play the game and say, you know what, we'll listen. And he feels like he's not being heard. He felt like, you know, he's a franchise quarterback. You trade away his number one target, one of the, arguably one of the best receivers in the game. You don't even consult him. For him, he feels disrespected and slighted. And it could be the beginning of the end if they can't repair this relationship and start giving him some of the things that he wants in return. Because they put him behind the eight ball. No first-round draft picks in the next couple of years. You know, not a lot of flexibility. They determined to him who his – who his uh, receivers are going to be. He's stuck with Randall Cobb um, and, and Brandon Cooks and, and, and David Johnson. And they really don't have a lot of wiggle room outside of trades to be able to get him the type of players that he wants and the coach that he wants. I think the best point you raised there, and there are many good ones, the lack of draft capital is huge because that's how you can make up progress really, really quick in the NFL. We'll see what they do. Bart and Han again. Bart Scott Allen, Han, weekday afternoons, 12 to 2, ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Bart, have a great show. Enjoy the games. We'll see you next week. All right, Pre- Dick Appreciate Nick. you. All right, Bart. for the potty mouth. <laughs> One thing we should quickly, though, mention, he did say the inmates running the asylum. That was the late owner, Bob McNair. Now they do have another member of the McNair running the organization Jeez. now. And Cal, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that guy could have a completely different view of the organization he, than Bob McNair. He, here's what I would say about, uh, well, you know, you know go, do your deal. No, no, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, though, man, when you get things, and you look at this in sports, when you're handed something, mm-hmm. Pops passed away. Now I'm running the team. It's different because you have non-football people running a football team. You have Mm -hmm. non-football people running a football team. You're not going to do the things the right way. You're not going to make right decisions. You're not going to hire right. You got non-football people doing non-football, doing football things. So you don't even know how to communicate with your quarterback. 
You got you hiring somebody else from New England. Like they run in New England and get people out of New England. Like that's the thing to do. You get everybody out of New England except the right guy. You know who the right guy is? Go for it, Bill Belichick. Exactly. You get everybody. And Bill just sits back and goes, yeah, you can have him. Yeah, sure, why not? I'll just hire somebody else. I will say quickly, Casario, though, is the white whale. There's a lot of people that wanted to get Casario And there was years. a lot of people wanted Quinn. And there was a lot not of people. Not like Casario. No, not like I'm Casario. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is a lot of people always want a lot of people till it goes wrong. Right? I mean, that's just, I'm just saying. Track record speaks for itself. Track record speaks for itself now. A lot of people... Uh, you know, a lot of people interview Matt Patricia, Quinn. I mean, I'm just be honest now. Let's be honest here. I understand. I think sometimes you got to choose everybody in a vacuum, even though they come from the or- well, same until, organization. Until, They're all different people. You, well, you started off wrong to begin with. On what, McNair? No, the, the, the general manager and the president of the team. You started off wrong by alienating your quarterback. Totally get it. You said you got to keep that guy happy. Yes. He is the reason you are going to succeed if you succeed. A reminder, much more football talk coming up this morning. Show me. On Mike Greenberg's show. I'll show you the guest list. It's going to be Brett Favre and Al Michaels on Greeny, 10 a.m. Eastern this morning after our show on many of these ESPN radio stations. So you got Favre. I mean, he made his legend in the postseason. Al Michaels has called the biggest football games of the modern era. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin right into Greeny weekday mornings right here on ESPN Radio. We'll break down all the Sunday slate in the second triple header on Super Wildcard Weekend right after SportsCenter. Big story out of the NBA. Kyrie Irving was not with the Nets last night. The Nets defeated the 76ers 122-109. It's because of personal reasons. Now, remember, Kevin Durant is also in the coronavirus quarantine protocol. He's going to miss the next two games. So no Durant tonight in Memphis. No Kyrie tonight in Memphis when they take on the Grizzlies. Karis LeVert did say that Kyrie sent a group text to the team just letting them know he wasn't going to be there. But apparently the one guy left off the group text... The head coach? I haven't spoke to him yet. You know, I can't really comment because I haven't spoke to him and it's personal reasons. So it, it'd have to come to from Kyrie. Obviously, that is head coach Steve Nash. Obviously, he appears to be in the dark on what is happening. Key here real quick. I mean, what in the world? I, you know, I don't know anything about personal issues. Yeah, I'm sure he has some personal issues, but I'm like, are you not informed the front office and the head coach, man? Jay? I don't, I yeah. just, uh, I don't, that's weird to me. <laughs> Look, if, if it's a personal issue, I, I give him a pass on this one. Yeah, you're right. I give him a pass. Personal issue is to pass. Just don't know what it is at this particular point. Again, the Nets without Kyrie and KD in Memphis. I, I get, well, hold on, no, man. I get it, Jay. We give him a pass. But how hard is it to say, I can't make it, something came up, goodbye? I mean, I, like, I, I, I hear you, but I just don't know what the personal issue is, Key. I guess I need a little bit more context before I can come to a conclusion. We'll wait to see. Again, they'll be without their two studs in Memphis tonight. One other note from that game last night. I mentioned the Nets defeated the Sixers. The Sixers' Seth Curry, Seth Curry, has tested positive for the coronavirus. That according to Woj, the Sixers are going to stay overnight in New York. Obviously, now it's Friday morning. The game was last night. And then this morning, they will commence some contact tracing. So we'll kind of keep our eye. Zubin, they lost to the Nets without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And they were at full strength. What is going on, Philly? Maybe you're not as good as your record. Well, as good as you thought. Okay. Anyway. I mean, they're not as good as the 5-3 and three Knicks, right, Keith? They gave up 122 Stop. last night. And one more. <laughs> this is a big one. The Mets, I mean, look, man, in the span of two weeks, we've had a Cy Young Award traded uh, in Blake Snell, a Cy Young Award winner, and maybe now the best 
player in baseball, one of the top ten players in baseball for sure, in Francisco yes. Lindor. Man. He is going to be acquired by the Mets along with Carlos Carrasco in a blockbuster they get deal. They done. They really are. They're, uh, you know, they're in a tough spot. We're going to talk to Dave Rothenberg from our affiliate 98.7 in New York coming up here in just under 30 minutes. So you got a top ten guy traded. you got a Cy Young Award winner traded in baseball. Is not really talking about it. Spring training still scheduled to start about this time next month. Opening day still on as scheduled. But if this story can't get a lot of attention, who knows what will? That's the spot baseball's in right now. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Whether you're on the field or on the edge of your seat, Goodyear wants you to embrace the unexpected every upset, touchdown, fourth quarter, comeback, and let it move you no matter what the season throws your way. Goodyear here to help drive you forward. Goodyear, more driven, driving right back to the NFL. You know what that music means. Key was alongside for the ride on this program for so many years. And the audio component, here we go. Key, be killing me with the spirit fingers when you dance. So you do the spirit fingers with the fingers like this. <laughs> what is that? What you is know, that? I was faking like I'm playing the piano. Leave me alone. Key tickling the virtual ivory this morning here on KJNZ. We ran- what? <laughs> I, just, I have no idea what Zubin just said. But- Come on, <laughs> fellas. Tickling the ivory is called playing the piano. Get with it. Come on, guys. Come on. I could go a lot of places with tickling, but I don't want to do that. It's a family nope, show. No, it's family nope. show. Mickey Mouse, come on, Key. <laughs> so earlier today, you could check out the first hour of the podcast. We broke down all the games on Saturday on Super Wildcard Weekend. Now we got to go to the Sunday games, and we will begin with the big one here on ESPN and ABC. Ravens and Titans. This, this is a huge game. It's a huge game for the Tennessee Titans, but even a bigger game for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. You got the three-headed monster running game with Lamar and Dobbins along with Mark Ingram. This one against the Tennessee Titans should be a doozy. They can run the ball and Tennessee can't stop it. But on the flip side of things, you got a one-headed monster in Derrick Henry. Six foot four, two hundred and sixty some odd pounds, sub four four type guy. They don't want to get in the way of that. Baltimore's got to thump him in the hole. He's the type of back that likes to bounce things, get out on the perimeter against those little defensive backs that don't want to tackle him. Make him stop his feet in the hole, rally to the point of attack like Calais Campbell and those guys, and hit him, knock him down. You'll have an opportunity to win this football game. Otherwise, you can go home disappointed. The only thing I'm watching for in this game, Key, Lamar Jackson is out to win his first playoff game in his young career. Like, the expectation for Lamar Jackson to win an MVP is extremely high. We've been talking about it all year. Yeah, the last four games he's been great. But it, it, it's, it's big boy time. As Kobe would say, it's time to put your big boy pants on, Lamar Jackson. Let's go. Once again, 105 p.m. Eastern Sunday, ABC, ESPN, Megacast all over the place. Key will be in the film room with all the NFL guys breaking it down frame by frame. Completely covered here on ESPN ABC this weekend. And the last thing on Derrick Henry. Sure, as they say, the Titans might be one-dimensional. That's a great one-dimension to have. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Bears and Saints. Well, this was easy, right? I think you, you got to look at it no matter who's in the lineup for the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints are better than the Chicago Bears, especially on offense. Drew Brees, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky, Drew Brees, easy. Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints, 
Michael Thomas, limited action in practice, along with Alvin Kamara. They get those guys back in the lineup, hopefully. Now they can roll. Defensively, you know that New Orleans likes to create turnovers, and Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago Bears likes to give the football away. The Chicago Bears' defense, in order to win this football game, they're going to have to put immense pressure on Drew Brees. It's not going to be easy if they can create turnovers, because Drew Brees will give you a few. You hold on to them. You put yourself in a great position to win the game. With all that being said, not going to happen, New Orleans. Yeah, the Saints win this ball game. Interesting story. Alvin Kamara was actually watching practice at home as his head coach was taking them through what schemes are. I, I think this team at full strength, even though Chicago's defense is a good defense, I think their offense is still inept, and I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is the answer. I don't think he's going to get it done. Yeah, it's virtual reality-wise. He's actually got a decoder, a video decoder at his house. He can actually listen into Sean Payton. It's really fascinating. It's 2021. It's all the technology we have. Let's get to the next one. Browns at Steelers. You know, I, I I was given hope to the Cleveland Browns and, and the Cleveland faithful that they would go into Pittsburgh and get a playoff win, but it's not going to happen as far as I'm concerned. You got Big Ben. They know what it's riding. They know Pittsburgh know what's riding on this. And you look at what Kevin Stefanski means to this team. And I know, yes, they can game plan and they can do all the conversations and everything through Zoom, but when you're not on the practice, not on the practice field, in rhythm, in sync with coaches that are not that you're not used to calling plays and in your ear, things are going to be very difficult. It got very hard when they lost their head coach to COVID. Mm-hmm. It got very, very hard for them to go into Pittsburgh and win this game. The Steelers should win. They should advance to the second round. I'm with you, Key. I think the Steelers should win. I, this is what happens to me, though, as a guy who, who likes to bet here and there. <laughs> here and there. Um, when everybody starts counting out a team – when everybody starts saying the Steelers are going to win this game because Baker hasn't thrown the ball since Sunday, their facility has been closed, and they don't have their head coach on the sideline, I start to get a little bit worried. I start to get a little bit worried. Just saying. Speaking of gambling and throwing Jeez. it down on some numbers, we'll have our Joe Fortin ball from ESPN's Daily Wager join us in about 32 minutes from now. I mean, it's a betting weekend unlike any other with the three games Saturday, Sunday, maybe even a question about the championship game Monday night on ESPN between... Alabama and Ohio State. A reminder, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Joe and everybody else on the Goodyear Hotline. We're also brought to you by Indeed Hiring. You need Indeed. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Last word on the last game of Super Wild Card Weekend goes to the Steelers receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster. This is called faint praise. Do you feel like this Browns team is has a different vibe, a more successful vibe than what you've seen in the past from them? I think they're still the same Browns team I play every year. I think they're nameless great faces. Um, they has to have a couple good players on, on their team, but at the end of the day, like, we, I don't know, like, it's the Browns, it's the Browns, and that's just, like, one of those things that AFC North football, and then they're a good team, but I'm just happy we're playing them again, you know, this, this Sunday. Key? Oh, oh. Jay, anybody? I mean, I- <laughs> why, 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 why give them bulletin board material? Why do that? I mean, it ain't really bulletin board material, Jay, man. He's the Browns are just the Browns? They are. I, mean, it, you, I know, but they made it to the playoffs. Like, why, my, why, why insult anybody? Just like, yo, we're trying to take care of business. We're doing what I do. Like, because you I'm going to do what I do. And if that's what – first of all, he's a wide receiver. So that, that just – that starts right there, right? He's a wide receiver. So let's just start there. Takes one to know one. I get and, it. And in the end, it's not really the Browns or the Browns as far as the Steelers are concerned. They got their number. They own them until you show me something different. And if I, and if you need 
bulletin board material to motivate you, you don't belong anyway. Oh, stop, Key. You were just talking about Chase Young and Tom Brady. Yeah, but, and, and, but, but everybody I uses say, it, Key. I did, everybody yes, uses I was bulletin talking board about material. Chase Young, and yes, I was talking about Tom Brady, okay? I did not say that it motivated Tom Brady. If you listen to the, your own show all week long, I can, said it's not going can to motivate affect, his O-line when he sends going the O-line. affect Tom Brady. He was talking uh, about Tom Brady. The offensive line will protect Tom Brady. So nice try. Everybody gets nice motivated try. differently, Joseph. Nice try. Not everybody is like Keyshawn Johnson. People find different ways oh, to motivated. Oh, stop, boy. It's Ain't okay, nobody Joseph. motivated. Nobody's motivated by no damn bulletin board material. Zubin, what's the line in that game? I'm curious because uh, it, that, that, it, it's, it's trending in that direction for the Browns bet, to do something you must have bet because you sound like you're scared now. You bet, you bet on the Browns? No, I didn't bet yet. Hmm. Line's almost doubled, open at three and a half, but it is continuing to balloon without the loss of Stefanski, which you guys have hmm. said all week long is a major loss. On the way, we are starting tomorrow on the way to crowning a Super Bowl champion. But the fellas hate my supermarket shopping trends. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Amazingly, considering this guy is one of the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League, he, much like Key and Jay, myself, and all y'all listening out there, will be watching the playoffs from home. It's Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin presented by it, Progressive Insurance. It, it does not feel good watching at all. When you, like, when you know you're good and you know you have an opportunity and a chance and they screwed it, it's not good, man. You don't feel good watching the playoffs. No like, doubt. think about it, though. You're at home, and there's six teams that are playing, and you have to sit at home with your friends mm-hmm. and your people around you, and now y'all talking and the chatter going on, and imagine what's going through his mind. You know, just well, imagine. Well, think about it. You can count on one hand the number of people that are better at playing the toughest position in American sports, and you have thrived, and you are not in the postseason. So uh, 
Go ahead, Jay. I do want to say that I hear what everybody's saying. My man was on this private plane yesterday with his girlfriend for an incredible birthday party. So I know Deshaun Watson is probably hurting. The company's hurting. Everybody's hurting. But these guys do have a lot of money. They'll be okay, Key. It ain't about the money, though, Jay. Nobody, I hear what you're saying. It's not about, about no damn money when you're talking about trying to win. We got the money is secure. We got the bag. I don't have the rings, and I'm not in a position to get the rings because you now have made a decision without consulting with me, so I feel a certain way. I get it. Yeah, I understand, I, I understand it. Private planes, money, houses, cars, boats, jet skis. Woo, that's all great. But if I'm not put in a position or I don't feel like I'm being put in a position to win, what am I doing it for? No, I, I, I hear what you're saying on that. But, you, you know, watching the playoffs, like – this goes back even more, though, Key. Like, this goes back to them not listening to Deshaun Watson from the beginning. Like, I said at the beginning of the year, you were on the Texans. You were telling me about some of the pieces that they got. They were going to be I'm like, look, man, he lost man, his that seems so long ago. Why you had but to bring it, that up? Because it was yesterday. Because I remember you yelling. We got into an argument about it. I'm like, look, man, <laughs> they lost DeAndre Hopkins. And I knew how close Hops and Deshaun Watson was. And I was like, that was a sign of a, of a fracture that seemed like it existed a long time ago. You let go of Bill Bryan, you make decisions without him. It, it, it seems like they haven't been on the same page for the longest time. This is not a new story. No, it, This doesn't it, seem like a new story to me. No, it's a, it's a new story, or else we wouldn't even be talking about it. Indeed. It's definitely new. It's just because, been festering for a long time. No, his, like. his frustrations, yes. But unlike basketball, the NFL is weird when it comes to dealing with superstar players. Is it they? They don't want to give up too much power. Where in basketball, they're going to consult with their superstars. I mean, you think about Aaron well, Rodgers. Well, not if you're in Houston. Though. You think about Aaron Rodgers. They didn't consult with Aaron Rodgers on hiring Matt Lafleur, which is fine. They work. It worked out. But they didn't have a conversation with him about that. They didn't have a conversation with him about drafting Jordan Love in basketball. Superstars. They. Tend to outside of the Houston Rockets, okay, one team, one a couple players, but for the most part, as a whole, they conversate with their stars about the decisions that they're gonna make. In football, they don't want to give power. They just it's so weird to me. Just have a conversation with dude, man. A real conversation, not a fake November conversation. Have a real January conversation. Like Agreed. we're getting ready to do this. What do you think about that? This is going to be a critical, critical offseason for the Texans for sure. J.J. Watt's not happy. Deshaun Watson's not happy. And when the face of your franchise on both sides of the ball are not happy, it's going to be a very serious offseason. You talked about securing the bag. Literally during the commercial break, he secured the bags. He literally secured the bags. That's discussing this morning. I was just telling the fellas it's Friday. I'm getting ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. Sit in front of the TV, comatose, Saturday, Sunday. So I got to go food shopping to get it done. And when I go food shopping, when I go food shopping, I basically just take a couple of bags, those reusable bags, Key. This is what the commoners do, okay? This is what the commoners do. They take the reusable bags like me. We go to the supermarket, and whether I go to Target or Walmart or the regular supermarket, it doesn't matter where I bought the bag. I always use the bag. I don't do the brown paper. I got to walk six blocks to my house. So what's wrong with coming to work armed and ready to go with my grocery bags. As soon as we're off the air, I'm walking to the supermarket. And by the way, the cashier at the supermarket that I go to, she listens to the show. So good morning. If you're listening, appreciate 
You listen. Do you know her name, Zubin? Do you I, know her name? I've met her two or three times. It's always a hustle bustle in the supermarket. I'll mark down her name this morning when yeah, I go see her. You okay, know okay. her name. Stay out of that man's personal business. You know you know her name. Stop. With, with my reusable bag. So if you're watching on television, I got this my Target bag. bag. I got my supermarket bag. I got bag. his bags right here. So what is wrong with going there? They're extra sturdy. Not, I can put nothing, more stuff in okay. it. There's nothing wrong with the bags. We all got the grocery bags. The problem that I had with it is when I walked in this morning and I saw the bag sitting on the couch, and I knew it was yours because I know where you place everything at. And I said, I just quickly said to myself, I'm like, man, what the hell is Zubin doing bringing grocery bags in to the studio? I did not realize that you didn't have a car, even though I remember now that your car is else in another place. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why would he bring bags in? And then you explain yourself. But then at the same time, I'm like, why not just buy the bags at the store? Why bring the bags from home? You put a lot of thought into this. You I actually just hope the bags did. are sturdy. Keith, no, they are. No, all, no, for, no, they solid. All, the, all, all, all the, uh, the Coke C drinks in the morning. <laughs> no, they solid. They solid. <laughs> okay. I just thought he would spend 40 cents on getting a couple bags. That's all. Rather than <laughs> bringing in bags from home to the studio, to the grocery store. The Mets went shopping yesterday. And boy, did they bring in a haul. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.